0: Lord, I lift up those who are hurting in our city right now, our beloved city of Memphis, the surrounding areas, our state of Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, and those within the listening area of uh, this wonderful radio program, those who may be feeling hopeless right now. Father, I want to remind them, and I ask that you would remind their very spirits that not a little bird falls to the ground without your knowledge and that even the hairs on their heads are numbered.
1: Prayer isn't a ritual that depends on closing our eyes and putting on holy faces. We don't even have to kneel or sit. We can pray while walking, driving, working. Hey, while you're listening to this program right now, you can be praying. God responds to a two-word cry for help in the middle of a busy afternoon, just as a focused prayer time maybe 30 minutes or more of concentrated prayer. Hi and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Today we are going to talk about prayer. What a time for prayer. Is there not a time for prayer? No, I don't think so. Well, my longtime friends, Steve and Lori Williams, who have been on the show before, have a ministry called 2 by 2 It's a prayer ministry. It's been a while since they've been in the studio, so I thought it was time to do an update. Find out what's going on. Steve, Lori, how are you guys doing?
0: We're well. Thank you so much, Byron, for having us. (laughs) Thank you so much. We are well indeed, and we're looking
2: forward to talking with you about prayer here in the next few minutes.
1: Well, I know God has worked incredible ways in your life through prayer and what you have seen him accomplish, not only your life and your family's life and others that spend time talking to God. And and really, that's what prayer is, right, Lori? Just talking to God? Absolutely.
0: Just talking to God. (laughs) No need to make it harder than what people think it would be.
1: I think it was G.G. Graham, the daughter of Billy Graham, I heard talk about her dad's prayers, and she would ask him sometimes, Dad, you're getting ready to go to the parliament and speak before the British parliament. You know What, what kind of prayers do you offer as you're getting ready to take on that task? And he said, I have a very simple prayer, help me God. <laughs>
2: Amen, yes. We can relate to that for sure. Yeah,
1: we think we have to pray a formula of words and say it just a certain way, For God to act. But that's not the way prayer works, right?
2: No. And been our experience anyway, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. But it brings to mind the thought of in the days when we went to funeral viewings, knowing exactly what to say to the uh, bereaved and feeling like that we wanted to, you know, come up with just exactly the right phrase or the right words or whatever. And and really when it when you just boil it down, it's it's communing with God in a very personal way. Prayer is very personal. We try to convey that as we ask people to come pray with us and join us on conference call prayer lines and those yeah. sorts of things. We We want you to know that we don't want anybody to be embarrassed in any way, certainly, and to feel very comfortable in that they're talking to their Heavenly Father. You know, Lori, the phrase, I'm
1: praying for you, we'll pray for you, that gets tossed around a whole lot, right?
0: It does, and it's so easy even to forget. Probably the hardest thing that Christians have to deal with in our world is a four-letter word that is spelled B-U-S-Y, busy, and our intentions may be the best, but The busyness and the noisiness of our world causes things to go right out of our head. So, yes, um, sometimes it's just best to stop and pray a sentence prayer right then and there and know that the Lord heard that.
1: I think we need to maybe stop at the beginning of the show here and kind of talk about who we're praying to. It's almost like at Thanksgiving time when we say, be thankful to give thanks. We're just thankful, but directing those thanks specifically to God. And in the same way with our prayers, that we're not just praying, but we're specifically praying to God. And really, would you
2: say that in order to pray to God that you need to have a relationship with him first, Steve? Well, to be effective in prayer, uh, the Scripture does tell us, you know, that effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Uh, certainly you want to, uh, if you're taking the time to pray, uh, you want it to be as effective as it can be and, uh, and efficient in a lot of ways, too, I think. But uh, but yes, absolutely, a relationship with knowing the Lord Jesus Christ, as personal Lord and Savior, is vital to effective prayer. There's no question about it. And particularly in the fact that we're praying to our Heavenly Father, who is above all, and sent his son, loved us that much, and sent his son to die for our sins on the cross. Can we talk about praying for family? I know a prayer request that you
1: have shared quite often through social media with friends is that your grandson, Everett. Yes. Can we get an update on Everett Gray and how's he doing? Everett Gray (laughs) is just
0: so precious. We love him so much. He was born just barely a little more than halfway through the pregnancy one pound and a few ounces and could fit in your hand and of course just hooked up with every imaginable tube and machine that you can imagine and um, has had 16 surgeries and it just goes on and on. Well, right now he is three and a half years old and about 45 pounds and is full of life and fun and smiles and giggles. And we couldn't be more thrilled. He has been, um, fortunate enough that for, he's in his third week right now of a special little physical therapy. What would you say, Steve? Intense?
2: Yeah, it's an intensive therapy in Gainesville, Georgia. And, uh, that, uh, our son Landon and his wife, Nicole Everett's parents. And then, uh, Everett's older sister, Vivi, is uh, with them there in Gainesville. He's in week three of a of a three week uh program there and just essentially we just cannot say enough about the NICU units at Baptist Hospital in Laboner, uh children's hospital here in town. Uh we are we are indebted greatly to them. Ultimately it's reached a point now that uh, Everett's fame has spanned across Christian social media. So many people have been praying that, that that's our new moniker. We're Everett's grandparents basically first <laughs>
1: and foremost.
2: <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful.
1: Well I, I know you'll love him so much yes. and to see things that God has done through prayer.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I know each of us have had times when we have loved ones, whether they're facing a sickness or maybe they're on death's door, mm-hmm. and we pray. We pray mm-hmm. these heart-earnest prayers for God's deliverance and for God's help and for God's healing, you know, to see what He would do. And as we look at prayer in light of where we are as a nation mm-hmm. right now— so many people maybe given giving up on God because political process did or didn't go my way. And I think we need to look at how we communicate with God for his will to be done and how he uses the
2: events in our lives and even in our country and the world for his purpose. You know, Byron, uh, you know from our previous relationship, uh, I'm sort of a logistics business guy and So a lot of it uh, regarding prayer focuses for me on the bottom line, so to speak, and that is, could there have ever been in the past a greater need for prayer than what 2020 has produced, basically, given the pandemic and all the things politically and and all that's taken place? And so the demand has increased dramatically, therefore the supply uh, must increase as well. And we know that the supply is infinite. Uh, God is ready for us at any moment to pray without ceasing. And uh, so that's been... A great motivator and a great, uh, we see a great uh, opportunity for the body of Christ to engage everyone in prayer at this time. Should we walk
1: in this cautiously when we talk about prayer? Let me just kind of lay this out for you. Jesus shared the example of getting into your closet alone in prayer, not like the religious leaders of his day who like to pray these loud, ringing, clinging prayers in public so they would be noticed. But God didn't hear that because those were hypocritical prayers. That wasn't really the prayer of the art. that we have to make sure that we ourselves are humble before holy God, that we are in awe of him, that we are confessing known sin and asking him to reveal through
2: the Holy Spirit sin that we need to confess and repent of. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because we have seen with our 2 by 2 House of Prayer ministry uh, this past year— uh what we call basically a paradigm shift in the way we're approaching it and it's just uh become visible to us as to what the Lord is doing in the midst of it in that uh typically our ministry has involved gatherings people coming and listening to someone uh, speak on prayer, listening uh, – we we have great worship uh, leader connections that people will come and lead music and that sort of thing at our events. Yes. And obviously uh, that has been limited because of social distancing and the need to be safe and those sorts of things. And so what we've begun to do just in the last couple of months – and uh, lori has been instrumental in setting this up and uh, seeing it through and being – uh, now almost a full time hostess at the two by two house of prayer, in that we bring in just a couple at a time or a couple of couples at a time, yeah. and it gives us an opportunity to focus on their needs and to pray specifically yes. with them. Yes. Many of them supporters, uh, granted, of, yes. the, of the ministry, but gives us an opportunity to, in that quiet, closet filled way, uh, yes. you know, give a focus, so to speak, and really get back to the original. The original focus of the uh, name of the house of prayer, and that is two by two. And I don't want people to misinterpret what I said by that in a sense of having
1: larger gatherings of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with oh, that no. at all. It's all needed. It's all needed. And it's it's a matter of, again, the heart, how you walk into it. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go into a, a Zoom, and that's being used a lot now because of COVID, yes. Zoom yes. prayer meetings, and there mm-hmm. could be a few or hundreds you know, yes. on a prayer call, that you know when you walk into that chat – you're checking your heart before you go in, not to be in a showy way. And I'm not trying to judge people that go do these things.
0: One thing that we do at the House of Prayer, and now this is for girls only. It's just a ladies prayer night. And this is for ladies out there that may be listening. We would love to invite you to join us. First of all, it's not even on Zoom. It used to be in, in, in our, the House of Prayer. It's not even on Zoom. You can not wear makeup. You know, you can just come all scruppy if you want to. But It's just simply a phone call, a conference call. Uh, The name of the prayer gathering is Mary Esther Prayer Gathering, and I wanted to pick out women Bible characters that I I was just going through it, and I thought, well, who do I pick? Who do I pick to name this after? I wanted to name it after women, so it would always be known. This is a girls' gathering. Um, I first thought of Mary, Mary the mother of Jesus, because of some of her quotes were to the angel, may it be done unto me as you have said, and shouldn't we all say that? then she said my soul doth magnify the Lord you know the highest praise to our Heavenly Father and don't we all want to do that and then she said to the servants about Jesus at his first miracle whatever he says to do yes. that you yes. do yes. and again isn't that what we want to do yes. so I, I settled in on Mary and then immediately I thought well, what now who's in the Old Testament and Esther came to my mind Esther she was brought into the king's uh, Palace. She was made queen. She was beautiful. She was called to have courage for such a time as this. Yes. And so I named it Mary Esther. And and I thought, Lord, is, is that the name? Are those the, the Bible women? And then it hit me. Here was my confirmation. My two grandmothers were named Mary and Esther. Really? And I thought that's it. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me that little that little confirmation. So we are the Mary Esther uh, prayer gatherers. We do it on the phone right now. Can I give a number? Please do. Yes. Okay. So every it's the first Thursday of each month at seven o'clock. All you have to do is call in. It is a free call, and you dial one four two five four three six. 6329. And then it prompts you to put in an access code, which would be 847783 Pound. And then it prompts you to announce yourself. And I would like to say you can announce yourself if you want to, but if you're a new prayer and you're nervous or, or think you might not even want to pray out loud, you don't even have to say that. And you don't have to pray out loud. You can listen. You can call me ahead of time or text me or email me ahead of time, even with prayer concerns. And we'll pray over that. And you don't even have to say a a word or you can just jump right in and pray. And we pray for individuals and we pray for the nation and we pray for just whatever the Lord calls us to pray for that month.
1: And there's so much to pray for. There oh. is. like you said, never ends in the needs to pray. Our great God is a resource to meet every one of those, even beyond that we can ask or think. Right? Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. That, you that know, happens to be Steve's verse. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's correct. Ephesians three twenty twenty one. But uh, absolutely, uh, you know, and I will say this, Byron, as far as the ministry is concerned, uh, you know, prayer is not an easy think to commoditize, so to speak, or to, to be a commodity, make a commodity of it, not that we would ever want to people don 't typically jump at the chance to you know call in or or yes. come to a, uh, spend some weekend time at a prayer event, that sort of thing. Uh, just because everybody's so busy, obviously, and that's the big, uh, sort well, of the devil's ploy.
1: And I was going to say the devil's ploy because we are entering into spiritual warfare. Absolutely. The darkness and the powers that don't want us to call out to God, keep us in that discouraged, defeated
2: you know, way. Yeah, you sure, know? sure. But, you know, our pastor, Brother Steve Gaines at Bellevue, uh, mentions regularly that uh Things happen when you pray that just wouldn't happen otherwise uh, or not likely to seemingly. And so prayer, the power of prayer cannot be denied. It cannot be denied. And we've seen it with our own eyes in such a manner, time after time after time, with Everett and in other ways as well, when uh, whatever happened, whatever unfolded, could not have been explained in any other manner other than the power of prayer and God's answer of that prayer. Well, if you
1: look at the residuals of the COVID and how it's affecting local businesses, Mm -hmm. uh, I checked out your Facebook page before I went on the air with you this afternoon, and you have Shelby Forest General Store. I think that can be an example of many local mom-and-pop businesses in our community that are struggling right now and are looking at the possibility of having to close their doors. Now, here's a place, Shelby Forest General Store,
2: seven days a week. They're in a desperate moment right now, right? Yes, and we have a relationship with them. Uh, We teach a life group at our church, a couples class that uh, we've been doing. We're in our 20th year now of teaching, and it's just been a great blessing to us across the span of that time, and we 've carried that life group out to Shelby Forest on Friday nights when they have their banjo picking and and uh, and they feed you on Friday nights a good steak dinner and so have a great heart for that store for the the leader there, Doug and his wife Kristen, and just saw where uh, a GoFundMe page was responded to uh well and hopefully is going to sustain them and we 're praying for them, no doubt about it yeah that
1: same prayer can be multiplied to other Local business establishments, mm-hmm. you know, where we need to pray, and we also need to support those businesses yes, right now.
0: We do, we do. You know, I, much of the time, I, I just think about the verse. You know, if fathers, earthly fathers, are so loved to give their children good gifts, being imperfect that they are, how much more does our heavenly Father love to lavish gifts on us? Yeah. And so He loves to answer the prayers of His children, and so. We don't expect our little children to come and and give fancy prayers with perfect diction and grammar and, and perfectly worded, you know? And so why can't we just pray to our loving Heavenly Father and expect Him to answer? When things are impossible for us, nothing is impossible for Him.
1: And it reminds me, too, as we were talking about offering these prayers, whether it be a business or maybe a friend or a family member if you're praying for them, If there's a way, Steve, that you can practically meet that need, I mean, that's prayer in action. I mean, that's where our faith without works is dead. When we pray and if we are able to be part of the solution, whether financial support for this business to sustain them forever, but there might be a portion, you know, you might be
2: able to do something. That's honestly the essence of one of our current prayers for us in our ministry is is for us to stay nose-to-the-grindstone about the work of the Father, about the work of the kingdom, as opposed to getting caught up in the noise, so to speak, of... Yes. of politics and, and the pandemic even. We, we certainly uh, pray for those who've suffered or lost loved ones uh, via the pandemic and, and the impact, but at the same time, we want to be found continuing to be faithful, continuing to be steadfast, and not getting caught up even in cable news and those sorts exactly. of things, uh, and, and doing what we're called to do. Well, the mission of 2 by 2 Prayer Ministry
1: is transforming the world with hope, healing, and unity. It's like it could never be a greater mission right now, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> a prescription almost. <laughs> there a, you yeah, go. You know, yeah, that's, that's what right. it is right there. I love it. Hope, healing, and unity. Amen. That's where we are right now, guys. Yes, it yes. is. Oh, without it question. breaks your heart to see the hopelessness, people who are hurting so bad, mm-hmm. and the disunity. Yes. But knowing that through Jesus Christ, we have a hope, we have healing, and we have one who can bring unity to us all.
2: And, you know, the Scripture tells us to be anxious for what? You know, nothing. Nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. you know, because he's there. And via prayer and supplication, it says, with thanksgiving, uh, obviously, that we're supposed to be in pursuit of what he wants and, and pursuit of ultimately that peace that passeth understanding. And that's, uh, that's where we want to be found, uh, what we want to be found pursuing and where we want to be found pursuing it.
1: And as you mentioned, Scripture several instances mentions that we need to be praying, praying for our leaders. First Timothy 2, 1 through 4. First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may
2: lead a peaceful and quiet life, Mm -hmm. godly and dignified in every way. Right now, peace would, would appear to be the thing in short supply, if I may get back to my business analogy, so to speak, because in addition to the obvious, uh, challenges of the pandemic and the, and the things that are, uh, you know, frontline care workers and our emergency responders and. All of those are facing, uh, in addition to that, we're seeing a lot of uh, people that are depressed mm-hmm. and people that are suffering from other uh, residual things, not residual to them, but what we would consider residual things as a result of all that's taking place. Unprecedentedly, a year ago today, we didn't know. We didn't know about all this. No, and we didn't. Uh, it's very interesting what a year can bring.
1: Would you guys be willing to do a season of prayer right now for those listening that feel like their hearts are so heavy, they can't even carry a prayer to God right now? And let's pray for our city. Let's pray for our nation. Be honored to. Absolutely.
0: Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, the powerful name. There is no other name uh, under the sun. Lord Jesus, you lived and died and rose again so that we all might live with you forever and ever and ever lord i lift up those who are hurting in our city right now our beloved city of memphis the surrounding areas our state of tennessee mississippi arkansas and those within the listening area of uh, this wonderful radio program those who may be feeling hopeless right now father i want to remind them and i ask that you would remind their very spirits that not a little bird falls to the ground without your knowledge, and that even the hairs on their heads are numbered. Lord, you gave them life. You gave them uh, every every living cell in their body is just created by you. Lord, you care for them. Father, let them just know that Jesus is the rock beneath their feet. Yes. Keep their eyes looking to you, the author and finisher of their faith. Lord, send those around them who may come around them and meet needs where there truly are needs. If if food is needed for someone, if a monthly rent is needed for someone, bring your church around and meet the needs, Lord, of those who are hurting right now. We ask this in the name of Jesus.
2: And Father, we pray, too, that all of us will remain abiding in hope. Patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. That as we come to pray now, for each and every one who may be listening to this broadcast, or who may hear about the two by two house of prayer, who may be able to be in contact with WCRV and the Bot Radio Network. Thank you, Lord, again for the resources to uh, pray with folks. Yes. Nowadays, thank you for the technology. Thank you for the way that you have provided for us to undergird one another, especially the body of Christ, uh, to lift one another up and strengthen one another. Thank you again that prayer is such a unique thing. It's, it's such a unique uh, opportunity for us to commune with the God Almighty, the God who made the heavens and earth. Thank you, Lord, for that, yes. that we have that relationship with you. And I do pray for not only hope, but for also perspective on what we're going through at this time. I pray for each and every one of our brothers and sisters to recognize that this is a unique opportunity to lean on your understanding and not our own, and to lean in to what you would have, what the will of the Father would be. And Lord, we're grateful that you have a perfect will for each of us and that you love us that much, that you want us to live the abundant life, to live in a way that uh, represents you and that honors you in all that we say and do. So, Lord, may we do that now. May we do that even as we think about uh, the prayers and meditations of our heart and how uh, they can be acceptable to you and how they can impact other people as well. And may we be genuine in giving out those prayers and in understanding what you would have us say and do. And let us also be doers of the word, not hearers only, Lord, as we go about what we do and recognize that people have tangible, genuine needs that need to be met. And we have the capacity to do that. Help us to support our businesses. Uh, again, help us to support our uh, First line responders, and again, yes. thank you so much for each and every life that is represented and is listening to this broadcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, wow, friend,
1: I hope that that prayer time was encouraging to you as much as it was for me. When you feel like you're without hope and you feel like your heart's broken, mm-hmm. when you can get with some people and pray, power of the Holy Spirit is evident, and he encourages and he comforts. So we invite you to be encouraged today hopefully through this prayer and continued prayer and finding someone that you can pray with i know it's difficult many of our elderly listeners are being a little more careful about getting out in public even though some of the churches are opening up they're still at home not getting out in a crowd uh get lonely when you're by yourself and we're glad as a radio station we can be here through the Bible teaching programs and know that if you want somebody to pray with you, call us here at the station and we can also introduce you to the
2: friends at two by two prayer ministry. You have a Facebook page too, right? We do. Two by two prayer dot org or you can contact Laurie or I directly. Laurie at two by two prayer dot org or That's Steve. L O
0: R I Yes
2: or Steve at two by two prayer dot org as well. We we'd love to hear from you. And we hope that you will take
1: advantage of that, too, friend, and and pray and connect. And we're just trusting, too, that the doors will open back up soon because you guys have had a history of some incredible men and women of God who have come to challenge, mm-hmm. encourage, and spend time in prayer with yes. you.
2: We're not a church. We're, we're more of a parachurch type ministry. So we get a wonderful cross section and it gives me time, too, just real quick to promote the fact that there is an amazing uh, prayer network in Memphis and Shelby County yes. in the, the Mid South region. And uh, we could introduce you to some others that, uh, you know, may be more accessible for you or whatever. But additionally, we'd love to have you come to a two by two prayer yes. gathering.
0: We're hoping maybe in the spring, maybe in May when it's not too hot and maybe the uh, rainy season may be over, to maybe have a dinner out on our yard. We have courtyard. Yeah. Yes. Area. And uh, social distance even then, but it could be an outdoor dinner. And we would love for anybody that would like to join us to join us, but they'd have to contact us to find out more information.
1: Well, as we get closer to that time, keep me informed and I can let our listeners know oh, too. that would great. Definitely you know? yes, do that. i appreciate yes. that. And yes. we've got to have more times like this yes. to get yes, back and pray together it. with mm-hmm. our friends yes. and to share. God bless you guys. Thank, Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Byer, for your support of yeah. our ministry it's been and an us. it an honor to be here we today. It. Hey, always a pleasure and a joy to have you guys Thank on. You. Thank you. Yeah. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Again, my friend Stephen Laurie Williams with 2x2 Prayer House, the prayer ministry. You can go to 2x2prayer.org for more information. Also, look for them on Facebook. That's all the time we have on today's show. I'm Byer and Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. The program you just heard is available at botradionetwork.com or on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher. If you have suggestions for upcoming episodes, please email btyler at botradionetwork.com. Be sure when you visit our website to look for other programs available on our network to help you build a relationship with God through Jesus Christ.